0: Hello, my name's Gary Shotton and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. And today I'm going to talk about the subject of Made in China. Now, a lot of our lessons are a little bit geared to the African audience, the East African audience, but they apply to anybody and everyone. And this is a lesson that is being taught because something keeps reoccurring and that's the uh, realities that shops open up in Africa on a regular basis that are reselling what we would call wholesale uh, from shipments that are coming from China. And they're actually quite low quality products and there's a lot of these shops. Now all of us know that if we look inside the back of our uh, shirts or on the tag of our shirts or on the package that we'll see that uh, the products are labeled uh, made in a certain country. Well Again, we're not picking on China when we talk here. We're just saying that this is a great example of a lesson on what we need to look for when we're starting a business. So I'm going to ask uh, the question or answer, should I start a business selling foreign-made goods? That's the question. And we're going to try to look at both sides of the situation. I'm not going to, again, be uh, critical of China because I have Chinese friends. I've been to China several times. They're actually great people. In fact, from my point of view, they're pretty good business people. And here's where I'd say, in the marketing and selling of goods, they know who their target market is. And when their target market is usually a Chinese-owned company that's shipping and distributing through a name brand company in the U.S., believe me, they have quality inspections, and they have someone from the main company there making sure that the quality meets and matches and exceeds those expectations. And that's matching the customer with the demand they have. When it's made for America, it's made at a very high standard. And I will tell you, China can make anything and everything, in my opinion, that's made anywhere else in the world. So it's not a question of the Chinese not being able to make something. It's a question of good business. When they sell things to Africa, they make them, frankly, very, very cheaply. They do not last very long. Well, those that are in Africa know that already. That's what they get when they get something from Africa. And so I'm going to talk about uh, the situation that really we face that we have from many times. Someone says to me that they're opening a shop. Well, they could be opening a shop selling local uh, produce, some bread, some cakes, but a lot of them are opening a shop that are selling plastic goods, again, made in China, metal goods made in China, toys made in China. And I'm not just ragging on China, but that's the type, type uh, topic here. And so when it comes to that, uh, a lot of times, again, I've kind of defended the Chinese because they can make whatever we want to buy. Now let's talk about it from the African or the business owner standpoint. A lot of times they bypassed all other logic in what would be normal to starting and owning your own business. Here's the situation in my opinion. Many times that individual is desperate in some way, desperate to get something going. There's no job. And there's very low or there's very low pay in that job. So if they're desperate, they're liable to do something that's not actually best for them. And then comes this opportunity. The opportunity is presented to them to open a shop with goods made in a foreign land. And they're then entering into a low-cost uh, shop with low quality, typically. And the big problem is there could be ten other shops in the same square mile doing exactly the same thing. So the cost of entry is low, but the chances of making a profit are extremely difficult, and I have no real answer for that because it's bypassed all of the, uh, the criterias that we think would be good in starting a business. So let's go over those, and this has happened because a shop owner just last week, last Saturday, asked me, how can I make profit in my shop? And I asked, what kind of shop is it? And they told me, this is a gentleman, a good man. I'm selling ladies' dresses. Oh, that's interesting. And where are you getting the dresses? Well, I'm getting, as they said, wholesale from a wholesaler. Well, where does a wholesaler get it? Low quality from China. And I said, I'll bet you it's hard to make a sale. Yes, it is. I bet you it's hard to make a profit. Yes, it is. And to be honest, I have very little to offer you that can make that work. Because the things we would like you to look at is look at something that's very passionate, that you're passionate about. I doubt, and he said he was not passionate about selling ladies' clothes. he had, That's the farthest things from his mind. And then he would sell on quality. You need to find something that you're confident of, that you have a quality product that you can sell. If you're buying it from a wholesaler and it's from any foreign country, you would have to have assurance that the quality is going to be consistent. I'm just reviewing a few things that we teach all the time. And then you need to identify your customer and you need to move away from that customer that's just cost, lowest cost provider, lowest cost provider. Move away from that customer and move into somebody that values quality. And in every single business, in my opinion, there is an opportunity to find something. If you're selling, I'll use this before with another person, if they're selling children's shoes, I ask the question, are there cobblers or anyone in your area that makes shoes? Yes, but they're going to be more expensive. I know that. They're going to be more expensive than the shoes that last only four or five months. That's all the length of time that these foreign shoes last. But if you sell a quality shoe to a customer that's knowing and can understand that a pair of shoes could last not just three or four months, they could last three or four kids. They could grow outside those kids and the next kids could have it, And then you understand? So we've got to think differently. Don't jump on something just because it's easy. Don't jump on something just because you think that you can now, quote, be in business. Go through the lessons we're teaching and listen closely and find out what really fits you. Well, I hope this helps. Again, if you're not from Africa, please bear with me. It does apply in almost every developing nation, and it will apply also. I'll just say locally in the United States, sometimes people start owning a business for the most unusual reasons. And those businesses do not fit their passion. That's what we would call the sixth sense. When you're passionate about something, you're almost working extra to be sure things are right. But if it's just like just a job, then it's not going to be quite as good. Well, thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business. Hope these are valuable.